This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My talkers, it's hump, 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 hump day. We're getting down to the last few days here before Christmas. Julia and our special guest host, Stephanie Hansen from The Weekly Dish is here hanging out with us for the next hour one quick question for you stephanie before we get to these movies yes we had a listener call in and you said your books were sold out currently but there are a few places around town where you might be able to find some correct yeah so the general store in Natanka, i like you minneapolis and st paul i like you majors and quinn in uptown great store the red books Store, Red, Balloon. Red Balloon Bookstore on Grand Avenue. Okay. Um, so the, they're not going to be able to order it online right now? You're probably going to have to go to some correct. of these places. Okay, because I had a couple calls that came in, and I just wanted to clarify that. Thanks, Grant. Yeah, perfect. On my Instagram story, there is one place that you can order it online, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was someone that had it. Oh, a Zenith Bookstore in Duluth. Oh. And also Paragus Outfitters has an online store that I think you can find it there, too. Lovely. Oh my gosh. Thank All right. You. And just a little follow up to our ornament conversation earlier today. We had some emails. Um, this woman said a weird ornament that we call Octopus Barbie. <laughs> this is from Stacy. I received as a child in the early 70s. My daughter and I laugh every time we put it up on the tree. And another person said, I had my children's photo taken with Santa every year since they were babies, even continued to the tri- tradition. Um, when they were in college, uh, every year I would put that photo in the Christmas tree. By the time they were all growing up, I had a series of 20 frame photos that I send out every year. Oh, that's great. Isn't that great? I love that. I love that. All right. So Variety came out with, are you going to, are we going to make it? We got one more hour of power. I used to tell this Lori, is a power hour. I used yeah. to tell Lori, we do like jumping jacks between the top of the hour. Oh God, how many shows have I been on where you're like, do you need to do some jumpy checks? Just do you need to get some energy? Get some energy. Pump up. Pump up. Get it's like I'm here with Richard Simmons. It's down and give me 20. So they, they came out with the 100 best movies um, ever. Okay? Of all time. Okay. Okay. I want you, Grant, did you look at the list? I did not. Okay. For this very reason, because I figured we'd talk about it. It's and I just, so long. I, yeah. Okay, I want to be surprised. you start at 100 and go backwards. That's... Do you, either of you have a guess? At what? The Godfather. Yeah. That would be my guess, too. At the number one or number 10? Number one. Number one, it would have to be Titanic or Godfather. Or Gone with the Wind. How far back did we go? Okay, so I'm going to tell you, Godfather is number three. Okay. And none of your other things were in the top 15. Oh. oh. Okay. How far back do we go? I went to 15. No, I mean years-wise. Is oh, it the last forever. 100 years? Since or the history forever. of okay. movies. You know. Well, E.T. Nope. Okay. So number one. Well, I'm going to go from 10 down. All right. 
Saving, Pri- Saving Private, Private yeah, Ryan. Yeah, totally okay, a great one. movie. Oh, Shawshank's got to be in there. Not in the top 10. Whoa! Or what about Schindler's List? Not in the top 10. Oh, boy. That's what I thought. I thought these were kind of not even in the top 15. Okay. Hmm. Well, let's hear it. All right. So, number so, 10, could you repeat number that? Number 10, Saving Private got Ryan. It. Great movie. Number nine, All About Eve from 1950. I can't say I'm familiar with it. Me too. Betty Davis, I think, is in it. Um, number eight, It's a Wonderful Life from Ooh, 1946. Great movie, but oh, okay. Number seven, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Yeah, I'm not Stanley familiar Kubrick, with that either. 68, it came out. I did love A Clockwork Orange, though. Oh, oh. Weirdest movie ever. Weirdest. They were playing it at the St. Clair movie theater. And I just would look at the posters every day. And I was young. And I'm like, what is that weird movie? Yeah. The poster was so weird. Yeah. Weird eyes. Weird. Um, Number six. Coming in at number six is Seven Samurais from 1954. Mm. Actually, a very great movie. I've never seen it. Great movie. And they talked about why it's so good. Because it's it's. People working together as a team and not as an individual. Um, they say Western action movies t- typically pit a lone hero against whatever evil. But in this movie, it's all about teamwork. The Japanese virtuoso who had, induced, had introduced the notion of competing perspectives without house, or bleh, whatever. They're trying it's to protect seven people trying to protect their crops and their homes. Yes. And you've seen that. Mm mm. It came out in 1954. I heard it's great, though. Okay. Number, do you have any other guesses that might be in the top five? Godfather was three. Um, uh, Schindler's List wasn't in there. Okay. Yeah. I. Um, okay. Number five, Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Oh, really? Really do love that movie. Love that movie, but I don't feel, it's a very niche but it's still a great movie. Yeah. Tarantino. Yeah. So we've hit Kubrick, Tarantino. Um, Where's Spielberg? Jaws. Saving Private Ryan. Oh, okay, yeah. that was number 10. He was number 10. Jurassic Park, probably not in there. Scorsese was the godfather, so he was number three. Right. Number four, coming in at number four is a movie everyone says is so great, and they've said it forever and ever and ever and ever, and I've tried to watch it and whatever. From 1941. Oh, uh, uh, Humphrey Bogart movie. Nope, Citizen Kane. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think that was like, God, wasn't that like number one? Last I think year? I've tried to watch that I've too. Tried. Like 10 I times. have tried. Oh, yeah, yep. Coming in at number three, The Godfather. Coming go. in at number two is The Wizard of Oz. <gasps> oh, yeah. Good call. Great movie. Oh, and, and then Sound of Music should be on the list. Nope, not in the top 15. Because also a great movie, and I just watched it. And I love that movie. Yeah, such a good movie. Number one. I was shocked. Uh, all I can think of, and I don't know why, but the movie Kramer versus Kramer really <laughs> stayed with me. I'd stay with me, too. I think it was because we were, had divorced parents. Yep. I couldn't stop crying. Yeah, and I, also uh, Nora Ephron and Jack Nicholson, that movie, and it's called... Uh, boy, it's such a she, great movie. Oh. Yeah, I can't think of it. I'll find it. Okay, number no. coming in at number one is Psycho. No. There's hardly a frame, this is what they say, of Alfred Hitchcock's catalyst metal slasher masterpiece that isn't iconic. If you don't believe us, consider the following. The eyes, the holes, the birds, the drains, the windshield wipers, a shower, a torso, a knife, blood, blood, the stairway. For deco- decades, 
Psycho enjoyed such a cosmic pop culture infamy that, in a funny way, its status is a work of art got overshadowed. But they say this was genius. They say it's Alfred Hitchcock's greatest movie. Hmm. I like the movie. It's no, not. I like. I, I, it, I mean, the I one would, that stuck out to me back. Schindler's in, List. Well, Schindler's like, List, Shawshank Redemption, like you said. But other ones in the top are um, um, Singing in the Rain. Sure. Mm-hmm. Goodfellas. Oh, great movie. Phenomenal. The Music Man, is that on there? Nope. Do the Right Thing. Good. Um, Sunrise of a Song to Human. Sunrise of a Song to Human, Casablanca, and Nashville. Oh, Casablanca is the movie that I... Mm-hmm. Okay, Nashville was not good. Robert Altman, 75, yeah. It was not good. And then um, Blue Velvet comes in at number 20. What I mean, about Star is Born? It's not in here. With Barbara Streisand no, and Chris or, Christopherson? That no. was a great movie. Great. So anyway, it's interesting. Okay. And this is artsy-fartsy, I think, choices, you know, versus audience. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, okay. w- like if Psycho was on, would you ever stop and watch it? Yes, See, I, I would. would. Never. It's Shawshank always. I, yeah, I would. I would. You would. But like Rear Window, is that on there? Well, I'm sure it's or further, North by but Northwest. I, only did, yeah. I only did the top. Because I think I was, of all the Hitchcock movies... The Birds was the one that I oh, changed yeah, my life. Tippy Hedrend. Oof. And you know, it's a wonderful life with um the guy from Italy during World War Two who protects his kid at the um he won Baldino del Toro. Oh, oh Benny, that, Benny. A, beautiful a beautiful life. life. That movie That movie is amazing if you've not watched and it. And I think that should be here. Because that For was For sure. Foreign and it was just Oh my gosh, was that movie powerful? Wasn't it? Yes. Oh. Yes, just even you talking about that movie oh. is making me think about that movie. And then when he won the Academy Award and jumped yeah. over the seats, it's a beautiful. Oh have you seen that, Grant? What movie? It's a Beautiful Life. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. just a fantastic oh. movie. Absolutely. That was good. So, anyway, how about like Water for Chocolate? <laughs> Did you ever watch that? Let, of course. Oh, it's so good. Julia Pinoche and Johnny it, yes. Depp, and it's a good romantic movie. No, I, um, you know, like none of ours. Vertigo was. Or 33. what's the one with um Barbara Streisand and uh, what's up, uh the Doc? way we were? Oh, or what's way... up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's is up, one of the Doc? best movies ever. I, Grant, I have agree. you seen it? No, he's doing something else. No, right I have Grant, not seen, you cannot I have not be seen What's Up Doc in fake love with my daughter and be her best friend if you don't watch All right. What's Up Doc. I'm that's like that's a, a great, seminal movie for her. All right, I'm writing it down and then I can talk to her. Okay. Yeah, that's it's a great so movie. good. It's so silly and funny love and just it. Okay. What's slapsticky. Up Got it. And these are more like, you know, Annie Hall comes in at 37. Like yeah, if you watch that movie that, bugs. All I those know. Woody Allen movies bug me so they bad. Were, I remember mm-hmm. my mom took us to Sleeper. Oh. And we saw it at, like, Remember Hannah College. and her sisters, oh, like, yeah, please David. poke my eyes out right now. <laughs> so I anyway, couldn't. the list is on Variety if you want to play this game at home, because it's yeah. pretty shocking. And, like, maybe that's goals. You know, 2023 goals. Like, some, here's, okay, I have a whole theory. I, do we have time for Not my theory? Really. Do you want to come yeah, back and hear no, my theories? No, do it, do it. Yeah. Give us your theory. I got yeah, real got theories okay. about goals? how we should be setting up our life for next year. All right. All right. And I'll tell you when we come back. No, tell us right now. Oh, right now. Yeah, okay. yeah. Give it to us quick. Yeah. You need to have, the idea is, is every life is made up of a series of adventures. Yeah. And as we age, we are always like thinking about the big things, right? The big trip, the big this, the big that. 
Every week, you should be very intentional about thinking about a big adventure and a little venture each week. So it gives you something to look forward to. It might push you out of your comfort zone. It might be something you've wanted to do your whole life and never done. Mm. And so you're intentionally each week. And if that feels like too much, go for each month. Planning a big adventure moment and a little Mm -hmm. adventure moment. And it's only up to you. So the big adventure could be maybe like you take a dance class. Right. Or the little adventure could be like you try a new brand of yogurt. Like, I don't know. It's different for everyone. And it doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't have to be tripping or traveling. It's kind of playing a game with yourself. Yeah. So that you are experiencing and pushing yourself to do different things. Because what we did during COVID was we all just nested. Mm-hmm. And many of us loved the nest, and we're having a hard time getting I out of the nest. I, d- I hated it too, I but there were parts it. about it I liked. So yeah. I'm trying to bring some of that in, sure, but also make room for other things. Mm-hmm. All right, well that's one big adventure, one little adventure. I like that. I'm thinking about it. What? I like that one. I'm also well. I have reading goals. I have lots of goals for next. Oh gosh, year. <laughs> I can't read anymore. You I know. Yeah, it. your uh, reading has become a job for you, and that's. And w- I, I, every book I love, though. I mean, if I don't love it, I stop reading. How how many pages do you give it? Oh, I give it... Mm, actually, I give it a while. So some people do 100. Some do 50. Some people some do, do your age minus 10. Oh, God, that's 72. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. <laughs> this is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Hey, hey, hey dirt Grant, alert. Are you doing the dirt alert? I am today? doing the dirt alert today. I'm We've so got... excited to talk to you about this. Oh, we've got a lot of dirt today. All right, what do we got? Let's start out with a little video game dirt. This is interesting. So the FTC has gotten a settlement done with the creators of Fortnite, and Ooh. it results in a $520 million fine. Now, this stems from basically the company Epic, which is the company that made the game Fortnite, illegally getting data and basically using that data to trick kids into buying upgrades within this video game whether it's what how they look the weapon they have this you know when i say skin the avatar different things that allow you to play the game differently and one would say but they didn't have any type of stopping for payments they allowed them to buy this fake money but they actually had to use real money to buy it it tricked kids there was no stopping it and now they're awarding these families 520 million dollars in you know that's a good deal you know it's kind of funny because one of jeff's grandson i asked him he was playing a video game i said are you playing fortnite oh no yeah, I don't want to play that because it makes me spend my parents' money. Yeah. It's a, the, the agency claims... <laughs> I thought his parents did a great That's job cute. with that one. That's perfect. The agency claims Epic collected data on children who play the game without getting consent of parents. And they also t- had features that would basically... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Like I said, increase these kids to, they had patterns. They're called sure. dark patterns that were in there that were like subliminal advertising sure. to get these kids to think that they weren't really spending money they just thought they were spending video game money. Didn't that happen kind of with like Candy Crush or some other game say, a while yeah. back? Apple had that for a while. I think there was a lot of unauthorized purchases with Apple that yeah. were going on within an app within yeah. Apple or something. I, I can't remember exactly. But yeah, so right now they don't, the FTC has not set up a program per se to distribute these funds yet. But if you were a, a victim of this during January 2017 and September of 2022, you are eligible for a refund. So we, they don't have that exact setup yet, but they will All be right, bringing good. out more information as if how you're a victim. You're now a vi- you know, start right. asking for your money. There's a lot of money to be had there. You guys. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at this. Leonardo DiCaprio back in the 25 year old pool again. Oh boy. He's at least Dave, he knows what he likes. I, right. Yeah. Victoria Lamas model and actress. They were seen at a, I wonder ne- if she's Lamos Lattice or what was the, Oh, Lorenzo, Lorenzo Lamas. Lamas, Lamas. <laughs> Good thing. Wait a second, what's her name? Victoria Lamas? Victoria Lamas. She's probably his daughter. Yes. Could be. Could they be. only have a pool of, you know, a thousand people and they just rotate it, within. You're right. <laughs> That's true. She's only 23 years old. They were spotted. For sure, it's his kids. Yes. Yeah, they were spotted at the Bird Streets Club and they left separately, but then joined each other in the car together to leave. So they kind of walked out separately to keep their, you know, the, the paparazzi off them, but then they joined the, in, in. You're right. He does know what he likes. He knows what he likes. Okay, so. did you find out? I'm going to no, find out. What's I, her name again? Victoria Grant? Lamas. Victoria Lamas. Okay, L-A-M-A-S. Look that up for us. Let's go on to Yellow Jackets, which we are a big fan of on this show. Now, it's already been uh, rebooted, not rebooted, but rescheduled, or rescheduled, given a season three. <laughs> but now they've added, let me learn how to talk here on this Wednesday. They have added John Ritter. Jackie's overrated. It is. John Ritter is now a guest star alongside his wife, Melanie Linsky. Now, this is not the first time the two have appeared together on a show. Most recently, Ritter appeared on Peacock's Candy, which was led by Melanie Linsky. So they, this is now, he'll be coming on for a small role on season two of Yellow Jackets, but that's kind of cool. Jason Ritter, son of John Ritter, great actor. Just confirming it is Lorenzo Lamas. Because she's a 23-year-old model. One of his six children. There you go. How weird is that, too? Like, if you're friends with, like, hey, Leo, like, because they hang around the same places, and then all of a sudden your daughter shows up with, like, your creepy friend. Right. Gross. Gross. Yes, that is. She looks like an old soul. Like oh, aren't no they soul. all? I was an <laughs> old soul, too. He's an older 23. <laughs> when I was dating my dad's oh. best friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, yeah, there we go. Well, Ritter will be, like I said, the, one of the newest additions to season two of Yellow Jackets. We're also going to see Elijah Wood appear as a citizen detective named Walter, so I'm interested to see where this goes in season yeah. two. It's going to premiere on March 24th. On... Have you watched that, Stephanie? Yellow Jackets? No, but I should because yeah. I like those kind yeah. of dystopian things. It, it's oh. very. I'm very excited for Euphoria to come back. When that show captured back? me in a very weird way. Same during the pandemic. Every, I would have yeah. never watched it. And I like, I was like, I'm not going to watch a show about that. Neither and then I started I... watching it. And Binged. it was really compelling. Binged. Yeah. And Binged. oh, and the finale of season two was quite good. When is too. it coming back? To I don't know. Oh my god. I you know what came back today? Abilene this is what Paris. I'm doing for the next twenty four hours while I'm cooking, wrapping gifts, and trying to be a better spouse. I'm going to be Tell watching Emily in Paris. 
Tell us how Kurt will watch it with me because he loves a good rom-com. So oh, I'll, I love Emily in Paris. That's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to get some takeout and watch Emily in Paris. And try to pretend that we didn't see the picture of the cute new guy or the cute old guy that was this French guy in season two with the weird mustache and his bad pants on oh. the late night couch. Oh, no. That Lori showed me. I was oh, like, no. I didn't want to see that. I can't think of him the same <laughs> no, way. No, I know. Just pretend you didn't see it. It, look, it looks like season three of Euphoria is set to start filming in February of 2023. Oh, boy. That's a year away. Yeah, yeah. so we it know will how be released that filming sometime takes. in 2024. So it'll be a while before we see season well, three of Euphoria. Oh, boy. I'd still like that Zendaya. She's I, clever. Oh, she's clever, show, beautiful, smart, amazing. All really, Grant? I'm with you on that. Oh, she that is. show blew me away, and I judged it, and I didn't watch it for me too. at all. The very first me too. year until the second season came out, I thought, all right. I'm going to try it. Are there other shows like that besides Yellow Jackets that I'm just totally have missed? Well, I don't. We've got a long list. We're going to get to that. Okay. No. Why don't we start publishing a list of Lori and Julia's must I know. watch? Lori did that, but I want people to call in and tell us because that's how I learned about Extraordinary Attorney Woo. I oh, tried yeah. watching See, it. Some people don't like it. I got into it. Yeah. I Yeah, and I, I, I wanted to, and I just didn't. It worked for me. Yeah, Here's and sometimes my, it's here. just timing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you have a little bit of a I list do. there. Mm-hmm. What's on your list? Okay, Grant, are you done with the doodle list? <laughs> yeah, you guys go right ahead. Oh, wow. sorry, Grant. Oh, no, that's good. <laughs> Is that what was happening? That, sorry. No, there's some more stuff, but you know what? I want to hear what you guys are watching. Let's go with that. What's on your list? Well, you know, the new ones this week that Lori told us about the other day, The Recruit. Mm-hmm. Um, Slow Horses, which is in its second season on Apple+. Plus. Three Pines. Peripheral. You would like all those. Okay. You would like all those. Okay, I need to add those to the my peripheral. list because I'm still on Shantarum. Oh, oh don't continue it. Quit because it, it's it not been renewed. renewed. You're going to be left on a cliffhanger and left for nothing. So, oh, so I'm so I'm relieved. So mad. I'm so relieved Where? that I had to watch them all. Oh, how are we going to find Charlie on them again? I, well, we may be Bond, but I doubt it. But we could see oh, him. Oh, he would be. We miss. I miss. I want. Him. I want Idris Aduba to be or Idris Alba. Thank you. I want him to be um, Bond. Bond. Yeah, I think okay. he's smoking. Okay, Grant. All right. I, was what's <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. The day before the big weekend. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. All right. This is sort of a scandal. It's scandal adjacent, maybe, or not a scandal at all. It might just be information. But it's news. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take I it. We'll take wait it to hear. And it's because, you know, I want to dance with somebody's coming out on the oh, 23rd, which is this Friday night. Um, so I. And will, is that going to be a movie movie in the movie theater or. It's a movie uh, theater yep. in the movie theater. Okay. Yes. And so this is all we've heard bits and parts. We all know Dolly Parton wrote, I will always love you. And it ended up being sung by Whitney Houston. But there were just a couple things. And just to know about the song, um, Dolly got her start on the Cole Porter show in 67. She worked with him for a long time from 67 to 74, and she knew she needed to leave the show. And she's a prolific songwriter. So she, um, while she was on that show, she was signing autograph out and about, and she met a girl named Jolene. That's how she wrote that song. Mm-hmm. And her song was a hit and she her star just kept rising and she knew she was going to leave the Porter show to pursue a solo career. So she wrote the song, I will always love you. And I thought I'll do what I do best. Dolly said, so she wrote the song and the next day she went down 
and said, Porter, sit down. I've got something I have to sing to you. I never knew she sang it to him. So I sang it, and he was sitting at his desk, and he was crying. And he said, it's the best thing you ever wrote. Okay, you can go, but only if I can produce that record. And he did, and the rest is history. Hmm. So the very first time, Dolly Parton, we know that um, she wanted Elvis to record the song, but Elvis wanted part of the royalties, and she said, no, I can't do that. But the first time she heard it on the radio, um, was she didn't even know it was going to be on the radio, and she hears it in her car, sung by Whitney Houston. Mm. And she said that Kevin Costner called her, to ask if he could use the song. Really? And um, from the bodyguard, oh, she said cool. yes, but never heard anything about it or how it was going to be used. And she didn't know if they did it. She didn't know if anything was done. She says, I'm driving along. I heard it on the radio. I, at first, I was like, I just freaked out. I pulled over. And I honestly thought I was going to get in the car. I honestly thought I was going to get in a car wreck, but I can't do her. It was the most overwhelming feeling to know the perfect person sang it. Patty LaBelle, though, was going to sing it. At, in tandem with Kevin Costner getting it for Bodyguard. And Patti LaBelle reveals she had worked out the deal to sing the song. But um, it just happened that Whitney and Kevin Costner's thing came through first. And then all the other thing that she said is that... Um, wow. The song was played at Whitney's funeral. She feels like it was such an honor. She... Um, was touched so deeply that all the royalties from I Would Always Love You, she put into a Nashville black community. Did you guys know this? Yeah, I did. I didn't. I guess I didn't know this. The From Whitney's release, that was her percentage. Right, right. she put it all back in, and she said, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to support Whitney, I'm going to support the black community in Nashville where I live. And she thought it was great, and they called it the house that Whitney built, and the community that Whitney built. Um there were two other things that happened. There were at least two lawsuits over the song. In 1993, um, a 20-year-old fan of the song was jailed for one week in Britain after refusing to turn down her stereo, blasting I Will Always Love You. <laughs> <laughs> love That's that. funny. And That's then awesome. that same year, because remember Lady Di? Yeah, okay. our friend Lady oh, yeah. Diana. And I had this soundtrack. I played it nonstop. Um, that same year, another London woman threw her neighbor's stereo out of the fourth floor window and then um, attacked was attacked by the neighbor because the neighbor's son wouldn't start pl- stop playing the song either. That I neighbor can see that. Guilty. Our friend Lady Di was so aghast when the Academy Awards were announced for that year and the nominations came and Whitney Houston was not nominated nor was the bodyguard. Oh, she just yeah. thought it was the biggest travesty. Still talks about it today. We laughed so hard. Still is upset. Grant, we laughed so hard. We laughed. Oh yeah, we're yeah. just. It was a big moment in Lady Di's life that so 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 hard. Here, I've got the Dolly's version of. It's pretty yeah. different. Yeah, it's it definitely different. So we, I got both of them. We can just check them quick out here if we want. All of this. She's pretty. And that is a high register. Yeah. And then there's just this one, though. Are you? Do you want to see this movie, you guys? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. Can't wait. I don't know either. I don't know if I want to go sit and see it in a movie theater, but I would definitely watch it on yeah. streaming. I don't know if I want to see this one in a movie theater either. You guys, this is the problem with the movie business right now. Because like, you have the option. Well, yeah. what's going to get you to like go out to a Avatar? movie theater? 
See, I'm a movie theater person, so nothing. I uh, used to be. I, I always. I, I kind of, if it's a I Marvel one, I'll go because my boys will go with me. We saw Elvis in the movie theater and loved it. Jeff and I did. Jeff likes to go to movies. I want to go it's eat. I like those eating oh, movie theaters. Oh, yeah. that's the only place I yeah. go. Recliner, is the yeah. a recliner, and I can eat. I will go. And 100%. you get waited on at Draft oh. House. I love it. The tickets are the same price as other places. But they, you know, of course, you have your food and your beverages. They have this buffalo cauliflower. Oh, I love buffalo cauliflower. Oh, fried buffalo. Oh, it's so good to make in the air fryer. Maybe I'll make that. Mm. Maybe I'll make a recipe for you. Please do. Yeah. Because I have an air fryer at the cabin. Okay. Yeah, I would love that. One other thing's just in the movie, you know, kind of movies. And a a thing came out this week because it's the 25th anniversary of the Titanic. And the um, necklace, you know, the heart of the ocean, yeah. was the very most expensive piece of jewelry ever, ever worn in a movie, and it was worth five hundred million dollars. That's cool. Where is it now? It's in at the bottom museum. of the ocean. She Thank th- you. Grant. She threw it. Thank you, Grant. <laughs> and we have this deal. No follow up questions. Yes, no follow up. We have this deal. No follow-up. <laughs> Sorry, I just forgot the show hours, rules. It's three it's been hours. A while. There's just no follow-up questions. If you don't know it, feel free to Google it, and you can fill it in. And you, you can, can do answer. color. I like that. Color commentary allowed, but no we, questions. No, we just stop right there. Yeah. We're just done. Five hundred million. There we go. We're done now. Did you see Ocean Eight? Ocean's Eight. That's with Sandra Bullock and everybody. Uh-uh. Oh, that is a good movie. Okay. Have you never seen that? Uh-uh. Write it down. <laughs> On my is, list. Write that down. No, this is a good movie to watch. Ocean's Eight. Okay. But there's a necklace in it that Anne Hathaway wears. That was worth $150 million, and it's called the Toussaint. It's a Cartier oh. necklace. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. It's beautiful. Very, very beautiful. Beautiful. And then, um, I didn't know this, but in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Kate Hudson wears the Isadora Yellow Diamond Necklace. That was pretty spendy, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the Tourist, when Johnny Depp and, and uh, What's-Her-Name hated each other. Angelina Jolie and they filmed that movie that was supposed to be so sexy and good, but they hated each other. (laughs) There's no chemistry on that one. Oh, that one bummed me out. That was more of a choker that necklace that she wore. Angelina, it was you know had that little cross pattern. Yeah, Yeah. she just that just bummed me out big time. I remember that. That Big, big, big time. All right, so when we come back, Lord knows, do we can talk about fashion? We can talk about Christmas. We can talk about you. Okay, Elizabeth Taylor, have you seen her famed yes. ruby and diamond necklace yes. that was gifted to her by Mike Todd? Mm-mm. How much is it worth? Well, uh, she had the big diamond, too. It doesn't say how much it's worth. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. There's some pretty jewelry out there. There's a lot of great jewelry, <laughs> yes, in, there... speaking of the royals, but in their family. Oh, my word. And if you've never been to the Tower of London and looked at the royal jewels, that's worth it. Mm-hmm. That's worth it. Are right, we going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Did you know that this song now, this just came out in, our, in the machine, that Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas, has broken another record. Oh, boy. She is at the top of the Billboard Hot 100 for the 10th week in a row, making her the third artist and the first woman to have three songs stay atop for 10 weeks or more. Her first one was in 1995 with One Sweet Day, where she did that with Boys to Men. And the other one was We Belong Together, which was on for 14 weeks in 2005. And now we're at 10 weeks for All I Want for Christmas. First woman to ever do that, to have three songs go more than 10 weeks at number one on the Hot 100. That's for her. That's, I know. No kidding. All right. I have to ask you this something. So 
There's legendary bakeries. Remember, we learned about Magnolia Bakery from Sex and the City, and everyone had to uh-huh. go the cupcakes and everything. And and there's, um, you probably know, but so Tom Cruise has always sent this bun, chocolate bun cake to his friends for Christmas. <laughs> from it's a white chocolate coconut bun cake from Doan's Bakery in Woodland Hills. That sounds delicious. It does. He's never tasted it, but he sends it to people. Is there? What on earth? I know, that's just so him. He, like, he's never had even a bite? He makes, he's made 300 Christmas cakes to send to his cruise. I mean, like, he does these things. Oh, boy. He can. But is there, like, a decadent yes. food or something you would want shipped to you from a favorite restaurant? Yes. There's, what would you want? Well, locally, there's the patty cake. Which is at Yum Bakery, and it's a really delicious, moist, rich chocolate cake that has a white buttercream frosting. Mm. It's called the Patty Cake. The Patty Cake. It's Patty owns the bakery, and okay. it's the famous cake for her. Okay. Also, there is a bakery in town called the Walnut Bakery, and she makes a croissant bread. Okay, so oh, imagine so a square good. loaf of bread, but it's made with croissant dough. And it makes the most incredible, like, toast for eggs in a hole or sandwiches or French toast. Like, I mean, besides just that you could just eat it alone. But, you know, a whole loaf of that croissant-type bread, yum. Um, what about a meal? What What about a meal? Like, you what kind always, of a meal? Well, like, who would you want to who <laughs> send would you me want, a meal? Like, if you could have any chef, you know, outside of the Twinsies, like be a decadent, like someone that is famous in New York City that could send you a meal. Like, oh, I would, would want Emeril Lagasse. I still love Emeril, I, and I love but, the New Orleans food. So something from his, yeah, like a crawfish etouffee or a gumbo or I was thinking of making chiapino or, or yeah, something. yum. I love that food. All yeah. of that yum would be delicious. Okay. Um. Also, I am just trying to think. Eric Repair is a great seafood chef, and he has a place in Grand Cayman. And I can see like just a se- seafood's hard for me to cook. Why is that? I don't know. I just don't cook it very often. Right. I will cook shrimp, but I don't make scallops. I don't make lobster. Right. I don't do crab legs. Right. Um, if you want all of that, too, Meritage in St. Paul has a great seafood tower. Oh. And really delicious Hama Hama oysters right now. Yum. Oh. I love mm-hmm. roasted oysters that, roasted. you know, like have a little Parmesan cheese sprinkled oh. on the top. And it then you tip it up. Yeah. And the juice of the... Oyster mixes with a little bit of the butter, and it is that, just all is like, falls in your mouth. Yum. It used to be called Oysters Rockefeller. There is Oysters That's Rockefeller. The and it's, the garlic and butter. And Perno. It's got an anise flavor. Because yes, that's a French delicious. bakery I used to, a French restaurant. Yes. And then oyster, if, you, if you are lucky enough to find them, and they're hard to find, Oysters or Clams Casino, which is bacon, yes. Parmesan, olive oil, or excuse me, butter, and then um, a little lemon juice, and you... <sighs> you can you, I, can you I'm stop? I'm so hungry. Yeah, no, I just want to talk I about even started up, I, I haven't even told you about the lobster bisque I had last oh, night. Oh, come we're, on. Smack Shack, it's so good. Oh, oh, it's Smack Shack? Yes, we were there, we went to the movie, and then we were trying to find a place to eat, and we couldn't find anywhere, and we were driving through the North Loop, but I looked in the window, I'm like, Smack Shack, Love it. looks like there's tables open. So we went in there, and I just had a big bowl of lobster bisque. That soup, lobster bisque, is like my real jam. 
That's the jam. Yeah. I, I, and also French onion soup. I had oh, that at Chloe, oh, which love- is the new Vincent restaurant that's down in um, East Town by the Dome. And it's in that Hilton Canopy Hotel. They just opened like a week ago. Real good. Like good French yummy mussels. Good pomfrit, good oh. burgers with the gouda and the short ribs stuffed inside. Grant and I are just going crazy. onion soup. Yeah, yeah. what's Sorry. that? What's that pasta place right in North Loop there? Just at Bar La Grassa. Oh yeah, they the scrambled this, eggs. The scrambled eggs with lobster <laughs> brioche. Yes, oh, it's the best. <laughs> That's what I was thinking the whole time you're talking about. You that. just channeled Oprah. Mm. Oh, that, I know. Whoa! Okay, what about on the east side of town? Uh, east side of town is uh, not my super stomping grounds. I mean, the Lex is always good. Yeah, I love the Lexington. I also love Meritage in St. Paul. I think WA Frost. Yeah, that's really beautiful this time of year. Gorgeous. Really beautiful this time of year and a great place to go and pop in for a drink. Yep. Um, you know, Brunson's Pub on Payne has a, just a fantastic like burger. Also, Burger Dive, which is on West 7th Street, oh. is like a great place to go for a burger or breakfast and pull tabs. It's like a dive bar fun. Great Bloody Mary. People always fun people in the bar. Burger Dive is what that's called. It's super fun. Okay. What about Pajarito celebrating their sixth anniversary today? They're on West 7th. I love that place. What about the new place that's right across from um, the Excel? Apostle a- Club. Yeah. I would go there for a drink. And they've got good, like, malt, adult malt drinks. Oh, so festive. Yeah, very festive, very mid-century modern, cool atmosphere. Okay. I would go there for a drink. Oh, I'm so hungry. I know. Yeah, this sorry, just, guys. I know. No, it's okay. Just, we just you, starve this time of the day. Well, and you're talking about the seafood. And on the west side of town, and I know you guys brought this up on the weekly dish, but Brookie's Fish Market. Oh, yeah, it just opened. That's my good buddy from high school. Him and his other friend, Chris, just opened that up, and that's right over It's at- getting really great reviews. People are loving it. It's a fish market, and they, and they used to work at Coastal, right? Exactly. They were Coastal Food Guys, and they just started their own on the west side of town, right in St. Louis Park at the old, I believe it's Texatonka? Yes, Texatonka Mall. Mall. And, oh, God. Yeah, my buddy Michael Wright from Michael Wright the Wrongs. I always pump him whenever he's playing on our weekend picks. Yep. But yeah, he started this up, and I just I'm happy to see that he's got this on the west side of town. You can get some good fish out there. It's awesome, and you know Clancy's, which is a great meat market that closed, and they've re they've moved, and now they're in South Minneapolis in a larger location, and they're doing more grab and go. They have got more dinner options. There's all those delicious sandwiches that they oh my make. Gosh, I'm so that's hungry. a great spot too. I have uh, two TV things. First of all, thank you. Thank you. Thank thank you for joining us. This is our last live show, but Gladys worked hard to put together best of from the year. So there's just... There's some great stuff coming up here for the next week and a half. You've done a great job. Thank you so much. No, we're back after the first of the year, too. You guys, like, what do you have one? Like, we've only got a few seconds here. Do you have like one holiday wish or one thing as we look towards 2023? Like, you, know, you got married. That's a big I deal. I got married this year. That is. Like, just peace and love. I, like, I experiencing your husband. Peace and love for everybody, though. Yeah. And no, just joy and just it, live in the moment and put your phones down. Yeah, that attention put, span. Thank you. Put your phone. I can't. Be present yeah. in the moment. Even if you're watching a show with someone that you don't want to watch, it means the world to them if you're not, if you're actually pretending that you pay attention. Do you want to a name there? <laughs> yeah. Even if you're watching a show you don't want to watch with your spouse. Pretend yeah. that you care. Just pretend. Just put pretend the damn for phone two down. Seconds that it matters. Oh. I need to be patient. I need to be. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. so impatient. Me and I'm too. just like, I am tap, too. tap, tapping, whether it's with my spouse. 
myself. I'm impatient with myself. I give myself no grace. Me too. Oh, you guys. You guys. Okay, first of all. And big and little adventures. Big well, and little adventures. I want to say thank you, Julia, for the last like year and a half and making this a lot of fun for me. Oh. You have Aww. showed me a lot, oh, and Lori Grant. too. And Grant and Stephanie, has thank you. mentored my kid Ellie oh, like crazy. She just so is great. in love with this job, so that's fun. I'm in love with her. She's amazing. I know she she's really having a blast. She really is, and just really Merry Christmas and Merry Happy Christmas. Holidays. Yes, too. and Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Eat those latkes. Okay. Thanks, Julia. Yeah, we're going on vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, friends. You good. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.